Well, it's finally happened. The football season is unfortunately over. And if you have the fantasy football blues like I do, now is the best time to try daily fantasy basketball. And there's no better place for all your daily fantasy needs than underdog fantasy. Sign up now with promo code JNR and get up to a hundred dollar deposit match. Underdog Fantasy is an easy to use app. The newsfeed gives you up to the minute injury updates, news stories, and team updates for your favorite teams. Don't forget to use the promo code JNR when you sign up and let the games begin. Welcome everyone to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie. And the playoffs are just around the corner, Ronnie. Are you excited? Can you feel the energy? Heck yeah, man. I truly am excited, too. And now we got the play-ins, and we've got some potential good matchups, too, coming up. But, I mean, I don't know if it's actually going to happen with those teams in the play-ins. <laughs> you, you always know, look so. at it, and you're like, ooh, this could be a good matchup, and then it's not. But first, yeah. let's jump through the lightning news. I'm going to read through as many news stories as quickly-ish as I can. And uh, we'll we'll see where we go. So first on the list, let's talk about injuries. You mentioned it last week. Grizzly Stephen Adams, he's getting injections in his knee. Doesn't look like he's it's working as well as they hoped. He's going to miss all of the postseason. Potentially, if they make the finals, he could be there. But most likely, he will be out for the remainder of the year. Jalen Brown cut his shooting hand, picking up pieces of glass. He gets five stitches in his hand. He's expected to be ready to play. Um, just wonder how that's going to impact him long term. Paul George, sprained knee, no timeline for his return. Feels like deja vu with Paul George and the Clippers on the injury front. Zion will not be ready for the play-in game. <laughs> yeah, no speaking of deja vu, right? Oh, it's, yeah, no joke. He's going to do a 360 dunk right before the game. <laughs> uh, Chris Middleton of the Bucks hopes to be ready for the playoffs. But as of now, uh, no, no new information there. The league is going to investigate the Dallas Mavericks... For their roster selection against the Bulls. We'll talk about that a lot more later. Joel Embiid is the scoring champ. Back-to-back years. First time it's happened back-to-back since his teammate James Harden has done it. This year is the first year that all Texas teams have missed the playoffs. So Texas had three teams starting in the 1980 season. One of them has been in the playoffs every single year except for this year. Kind of interesting how that happens. Mavericks, Rockets, and Spurs, right? Magic Rockets and Spurs, that's right. In-season tournament is going to be part of the new CBA. Some details are leaking out. We're going to be talking about that a little bit more later in the podcast. And finally, Laurie Markkinen of the Utah Jazz. He was going to go to Finland this offseason to fulfill his mandatory military service. It's required that every Finnish male does it before the age of 30. He is 25, and he's going to knock it off his list this year. Woo! Good stuff. That was pretty fast. Good job. Let's talk. Let's talk about the idiot of the week because you mentioned this. I didn't see this new story, uh, but you mentioned it, and every detail you told me is just more idiot-inducing. So, Ronnie, do you yeah. want to you want to talk about your favorite idiot this week? <laughs> yeah. So, former NBA guard Ben Gordon was arrested on weapons charges. Can I just say, like a blanket statement to all NBA players: Please don't carry a gun in public or weapons in public. Just please stop. So. This incident happened just before 10 a.m. Tuesday when several 911 callers reported, quote, a male acting aggressive and in a bizarre manner, unquote. So, and it was inside of Juice Shop in Stanford. Uh, Stanford, was, Stanford, Connecticut? Well, it just says Stanford, like S-T-A-M. Stanford. M as in mother, oh, okay. F-O-R-D. So I don't know where that is. I don't, I, I don't know. 
But anyways, so on his arrest, they searched him. They found a folding knife clipped to his Gordon's pocket, a stun gun, and brass knuckles in his backpack. Um, come on, Gordon. Like, what are you doing? Seriously, this I'm just so sick of hearing these stories. Just please stop, guys. I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I mean, I've getting I've gotten frustrated at Jamba Juice, so I understand <laughs> the acting aggressively. But yeah, no, it's it's just he's an idiot. What are you What are you doing? Why is he so, carrying this stuff around? I don't get. It. Is is he selling it? I mean, is is he, does he really feel like he needs to protect himself? Is he in a really bad part of town? Because if you have millions of dollars, you should be in a good part of town. So what are you doing? Well, yeah, it was in Connecticut. He's a former UConn Husky. Maybe he's celebrating the team's NCAA championship. Who knows? His mugshot is is interesting. So <laughs> take a look at his mugshot if you haven't seen it. Unrecognizable. He looks like he's aged significantly over the last time I seen him. But yeah. Ben Gordon, idiot of the week. Ronnie, I got some playoff trivia for you. Oh, and you he, was, he was released late Tuesday on $10,000 bond. But yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right, playoff trivia. Let's do it. Uh, we talked about the the Texans all missing the playoffs. There are four California teams. All of them are going to make the playoffs, and all of them have a winning record. When is the last time that all four California teams have had a winning record? Is it in the eighties? No, I'm, I'm going to say seventies. Sometime, nope. Yeah, I, I'll, <laughs> all I'll say. The place here. I'll say seventies. That's my final answer. Am I close? The 70s is the correct decade. Okay, well now I'm going to guess the year. Uh, yep. 74. 74 is incorrect. The oh. 1977-78 season. And God, that was a long time ago. But when you think about it, the Kings have been bad. Before Steph Curry and this iteration of the Warriors, the Warriors were always a pretty terrible team. So right. it's it's interesting that it's been that long. I mean, close to 50 years since all four teams have had a winning record that just blew my mind when i when i saw that little stat there so i wonder how long it's been since our so our conference it's the suns and then those four teams in california you know they're i mean the division yeah. sorry the division division yeah yeah so all of us made the playoffs so i wonder how long it's been since every team has made the the playoffs in the division too yeah i don't know that's a good question i wonder they, if this is the first time expanded the playoffs right so um, yeah, that kind of makes it a little bit, uh, I don't want to say cheater, but yeah. the, the rules change. So it's hard to compare that than it was, you know, 10 years ago when the play-in didn't exist. And, right. Um, last yeah. trivia question I have for you related to the playoffs. The Cavs, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they win 50 plus, g- 50 plus games this year. This When was the last time that they won 50 plus games with no LeBron James on the team? <laughs> no LeBron? Man, it's... Before my time, I mean, <laughs> they were probably a different team. I don't even know if they were the Cavs. No, they were, I, the, I, Cleveland, they were the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, I have no clue. I, I'll guess. I don't. Even, I, I'm, I'll guess the '60s. Oh, it's not that bad. It's okay. 1992, the 1992-93 season. Okay. They won 50 plus games. I'm gonna try to pull up who that team was because I honestly have no idea who would have been on that team at yeah. that point in time. But that was the last time. They won several 50-game seasons with LeBron at the helm, obviously. You said that was 92-93? 92-93 okay, so that's Kerr was on that team. Oh, was he? Because I was just going to say, yeah. like, that's around the Michael Jordan era, too. And huh. Yeah, so we have Steve Kerr. We have Larry Nance, who, you know, Larry Nance Jr. now plays. Yeah. Some dude named Hot Rod Williams. Yeah, I that's like cool. him. 
He used to play for the Suns for a while. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. And then a couple of other names that I don't recognize. So yeah, it's it's been that long since a Cleveland Cavaliers team won 50 games, not including the LeBron years, which pretty epic. Pretty epic. Yeah, All right. That's kind of crazy. Let's get into the NBA playoffs. They start April 11th with the playing games. And let's let's do a quick recap of what the playing game is. Ronnie, do you want to explain how that playing game works for those bottom four seeded teams? Yeah, so it's basically if you're in seven, well, if you're in ninth place and tenth place, then you have a chance to play in for the playoffs against the seventh place and eighth place teams too. So seventh through I'm sorry. Yeah, I got it. Seventh through tenth. They're all gonna yeah, play each other it. and they're gonna play for the seventh and eighth seed in the real playoffs. So yeah, we're yeah, just kind so of the, waiting to see who's going to make that because we got every everyone looks looks like they're all going to play tomorrow. So, but it looks and like I think we, it's set in the East. Yeah, I believe I could be wrong, but essentially the seventh and eighth seed play each other. At this point, it's Miami and Atlanta. They play each other. The winner of that game becomes the seventh seed in the final eight in the the East. Now, the loser of that game, they go on to play the winner of the 9-10 seed, which is Toronto and Chicago at this point in time. So the winner of that game goes on to face the loser of the 7-8 game. Then the winner of that game becomes the 8th seed. So if you're 7th or 8th, it becomes a double elimination. You just have to win one game to make the playoffs. If you're 9 or 10, you have to win two games in order to make the quote-unquote playoffs. So Definitely a little bit of an advantage for the 7-8 team because they get they can afford a loss and still make the playoffs. But the 9-10 team, it's really just a chance to, if you've grown over the season and, and you've put it all together and you're hot right now, you can sneak into the playoffs with like, the Bulls, for example. They have one game left this season, but they will finish below 500 and have a chance to make the playoffs. So yep. kind of neat, kind of rewards a team for getting hot at the right time. And we talked about this last year. This is basically the Phoenix Suns bubble rule. The Suns were hot, and they didn't make the top eight in the playoffs. But man, oh man, it would have been cool to see if they would. So yeah. they threw this in, and I think it's it's kind of neat, and it gives these teams an opportunity uh, to to make some noise. Why, why do you remind me of that bubble year when we won eight games bubble in a row, year, and then we just still didn't yeah. make the playoffs? And it was like, what's the point of playing that? Just get my <laughs> we hopes up. We changed the rules of the NBA. That's yeah. that's worth something. So, but here's what we know at this point today. So. There's five NBA teams eliminated on the east side and on the west side. So we're just kind of waiting to see who's going to make the plans right now. So right now, eliminated is the Wizards, Pacers, Magic, Hornets, and Pistons on the east side. On the west side, Mavericks, Jazz, Blazers, Rockets, and Spurs. They're all eliminated. Everybody else has a chance still. Has a chance to what? Well... Everyone else is going to be in the playoffs. Everyone else is in. And then 7th yeah, or 10th has a chance to actually make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So we know in the East, again, we know that the play-in teams are going to be... Um, I actually think that's set. Yeah, it is. The Heat and the Hawks, the Raptors and the Bulls, those will be playing that play-in game. It's that, Those schedules are already set too, right? Yeah. Those those games are on well, Monday. It has and, a or, sorry, day. Tuesday and Wednesday. I just don't have the time yet. That's to, to be yeah, determined. Yep. No, no, no. That's set up. Tuesday, April 11th, 4 p.m., the Hawks and the Heat. Okay, cool. Wednesday, April 12th, 4 p.m., the Bulls and the Raptors. The East is set. The West is a little more fuzzy. And the games tomorrow are really going to... We knew this is going to come down to this, right? There's such a logjam in the West. Uh, the, the Warriors, for example, they're the sixth seed right now. But they could fall all the way to the eighth seed. 
with a loss and a Lakers and a Pelicans win. So it really, really, these games tomorrow really matter, which is which is right. really cool to see this late into the season. Yeah, first first through six on the East. I, I like that Brooklyn Nets, they actually locked in that position. You know, I, I really wanted them to make it after they after the Suns traded away other good players you know, yeah. to them. So I'm glad to see that they made it and they don't have to deal with the play-in, you know. But then you got like the Hawks with, you know, Trey Ice, you know, and he's he's going to, yeah, yeah. that's what I call him. Shivers. Should I just call him Shivers? Shiver me timbers. Yeah. Looks like he might play against Miami Heat and Miami Heat. They were first last year, remember? But now they're in a play-in yeah. spot. So kind of surprised they... to see them drop. The Raptors. I was shocked to see them drop. They 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 had such a solid team last year. Yeah, that's a team I would be afraid of. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe not the Celtics. Whoever whoever wins this game initially, right, is either going to go against the Celtics or the Bucks. Yeah. Um. Neither of those are easy roads. Right. Exactly. And then I was surprised to see the Raptors so far down in the standings too. With they're in ninth right now, and uh, Bulls are tenth. So yeah, yeah just kind of surprising to see. I mean, I'm glad that the Raptors got back into the play-ins after trading away Kawhi Leonard. You know, they're still relevant, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's rough for them. Look, then, looking at the East, what is what is the matchup that you think is going to be the best first round matchup? Um, I, I'm gonna say Milwaukee and Boston doesn't really matter. I think they'll they'll win whoever they play against. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is there a matchup there that looks better, the best, I, the most entertaining to you? I don't think one necessarily looks good, but I'm I'm going to be excited to watch the 76ers and Nets because the Nets, you know, like okay. I like their team, so yeah, I'll be watching that one Phoenix real close. Guys there. Yeah, and I think okay. that actually I think that will be a good matchup, even though the 76ers uh, on paper they yeah. look much better. And we just talked about Joel Embiid being back-to-back scoring champ. Yeah, uh, you mentioned Doc Rivers says there's no doubt Joel Embiid is going to be the MVP after. Just masterful performance. A yeah, a fifty-two ago. point masterful performance. <laughs> just, yeah, just dominated. Uh, I think Joel Embiid will be the MVP of the league, and I think that they're going to absolutely destroy the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, uh, for better or worse. But I think this Cleveland Knicks matchup, Cleveland Cavs versus the New York Knicks, I think that could be really, really good because both mm-hmm. of these teams, I think, are trying to like figure out their identity and and what are, what kind of team are they going to be, and can they be taken seriously in the East? Yeah. Obviously, whoever wins that series has to go up against the winner of the Bucks, Toronto Bucks. My who knows, but they're going to go up against the Bucks in the second round, which is it's going to be a huge test. So I think it's a real big chance for this team to kind of say, "Hey, we're here to stay, and and we might not beat the Bucks this year, but <laughs> you're going to have to watch out for us next year." Right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be an interesting game. This because they're they're fourth and fifth, you know, so naturally they're like. Yeah, very similar records, you know. It's going to be interesting to watch just because of that. But yeah, I agree with you. They they traded away. I'm sorry, they gained really good players with their trades, right? I think they they got Brunson and they got uh, what's his name of the Cavaliers? <laughs> Can't remember it right off the bat, but yeah. And then it worked out for them. They made the play in and or they made the playoffs. So yeah, I'm excited yeah, to see the them playoffs. go against each other. Solid. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's probably. I, I'm going to watch as much playoff basketball as I can. I, I love playoff basketball. Yeah. Uh, but I think that'll be the series that'll be the most entertaining, the most likely to go long. While right. the other series, I think, will be five games, maybe six games at most. I don't expect any seven game series uh, between Boston, Philly, and Milwaukee. Let's take a look at the West, which is a heck of a lot more confusing. 
these seeds aren't final. It's Saturday, April 8th. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful Easter weekend. But these <laughs> seeds aren't final. One, two, three, four seeds are set. But there can be a lot of movement here between five to eight. And uh, as it stands right now, you have the Suns going against the Clippers. That's always a scary matchup because yes. the Clippers are so talented. But when you read Paul George's hurt, it's like, oh, maybe maybe it's not as bad. Convenient. <laughs> Obviously, they added Russ. It's very convenient. They added Russ, who always seems to have big games when they need him. Kawhi Leonard is always a threat. But I, I feel like a healthy Suns team should dispatch of those guys pretty quick. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I'm just scared whoever we're going to match up. I mean, we, <laughs> the Suns have Durant. So we should be good, but you just never know. I mean, there could always be injuries too, just like with Paul George. And I don't want that to happen to one of our Suns players, but that's all oh, that the sure. playoffs really come down to, it seems like, is, is whoever is healthy is going to make it. Yeah, are and, you healthy and rolling? Yeah, I think that's a big thing for the Nuggets this year. They're finally healthy, so I'm excited to see how good they could do with a healthy uh, Murray, finally, for yeah. once. I think they win that series against uh, what's going to be well, let, let's talk about the playing games. Right now, it's Minnesota versus Oklahoma City, Los Angeles Lakers versus the Pelicans. That one. I yeah. think the – gosh, it's so tough with, with Zion being hurt. Mm-hmm. I think the Lakers win that matchup, and they move to the seventh seed. They're playing really, really well right now. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Pelicans, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Pelicans. And they take that eighth seed. Um, again, this could change. The playing game t- teams could change based off of the last game of the season, which is Sunday, Easter Sunday. But that's kind of where my head is right now. What What are you thinking, Ronnie? I don't know who's going to win against with the Wolves and Thunder. That's a tough one. I'm, I think I'm leaning towards Thunder, but I'm not sure. Either way, I okay. think the Pelicans will beat one of those two teams. Okay, so you think it'll be the Lakers and the Pelicans? Yeah. That make the the final two spots. Okay. Do you think the Lakers have a chance against either the Nuggets or the Grizzlies? Who was a team that the Grizzlies were fighting against? Who was that? The Warriors. They always fight That's against right. the Warriors. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So we need to look at I want to I want to see them match up. Sorry, I was just I don't know. I would, I'm not I answering like your question at all, but well. I was no, just thinking that's of that. That's what you're, you're good at that. <laughs> yeah. So I think they do have a chance honestly when the lakers are healthy they're definitely a, a contending team um they've they have something to prove too this year because they weren't healthy last year and they were like one of the worst teams yeah in the league were. you know so i think they are just trying to prove themselves that they're they are relevant they're they're a contender but they just yeah they need to be healthy and that's just tough for them in, in the first place too so yeah, yeah i think it's a I think it's a really good chance there if the Lakers and the Grizzlies end up meeting in that first round of the playoffs because with with Steven Adams out who is who's going to stop Anthony Davis? I mean there's mm-hmm. very talented people in this league have tried and failed. So that's going to be an impossible task for for somebody that's normally a reserve player and I think he's capable of carrying this Lakers team through the first round. Right. Uh with LeBron in a supporting role. And with the Pelicans, I think they're a good team, but it's the same thing that happened last year. You know, it's just a repeat. I mean, yeah. Zion's out. He's going to do the 360 dunk. He's They're going to be like, well, we shouldn't <laughs> play him because we don't want to hurt him for the next year. But actually, a small difference. Next year's that, never promised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A small difference that 
um, there is is Jose Alvarado. He's out, and I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for, but he's out with a leg injury, and he was a he was like contending for being the sixth man of the year too. So I'm not sure when he's coming back, but that's a big one right there. That is a big one for sure. He's just a a spark plug off the bench as well. So yeah. sometimes you need guys like that on your roster. Right. All right. Well. You you kind of answered the question, so I'll, I'll let you off the hook for that one. Yeah. <laughs> when we look at the the Kings versus the Warriors in the first round, what is your gut telling you there? I I, I don't I wouldn't bet on anything, but I'll say the Warriors just because of the history. I mean, history. you, you yeah, got a team that's played way. good together for years, you know, and the I pedigree. Mean, they're back. They're champion. They're defending champions, and just they they're not. They're not going to be intimidated by the big lights of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I think they're all healthy except for Iguodala. You know, he's out with the wrist. But other than that, everything everyone else looks pretty good, too. So, Kaminga, he's out with a toe, but he's a game-time decision. He should be good for the playoffs. Andrew Wiggins has been out, but he should, he'll be back. He's not. It's Yeah, it's not an injury-related thing with Wiggins. So, I, I right. suspect he'll be back fairly soon. And Gary Payton, he's been... You know he he hasn't been healthy all year long, but now he is back. So yeah, they got a good he's, he's another, another guard. So the the official playoffs, which again, I I feel like the playing games are considered playoffs in my mind because they're meaningful games after the regular season's over. But those officially start April fifteenth with the playing games on April eleventh. So I'm I'm excited. I have no idea what's going to happen. Last year, I thought I had a pretty good idea what was going to happen, and that totally did not happen. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed for the Suns this year. I would love a Suns Philadelphia matchup. I think that would, you know, what? Scratch that. Suns Milwaukee. Let's see a repeat of that, and let's see if the Suns yeah. can come out on top. That'd be cool. Let me ask you this: just real talk, out of the Kings and Warriors, who real do you, talk. who do you, who do you want to win? I want the Kings to Me win. Me too. Without a, without a doubt, I want the yeah, Kings to win. It's not I, that I don't hate the Warriors. I just love seeing fresh, hungry teams that haven't been in the playoffs right? in so long yeah. just putting together a run. Uh, that was like Memphis last year, right? Nobody mm-hmm. nobody really thought anything of them. And here they are just, taking the, just beating the crap out of the Warriors in some yeah. of those games. And it was obviously too much for them to overcome at that point in time. Uh, but that could be the Kings this year. They could be the the team that surprised. I mean, they've already surprised everybody, yep. being the three seed in the West with all of these just super talented teams. And yeah, they're they're playing up above them. Uh, so I would love the Kings. If the, if it's not the Suns, then I want it to be the Kings. Okay, my next question with the Nuggets and the Pelicans. Let's say Zion is is gets healthy, and he's actually on the floor playing against the Nuggets. Which one of those teams do you think would win? Ah, uh, I mean. Do you think the Pelicans are tough, good enough where they no, can take the I Nuggets? Because I think they I think can. The, I think if the Pelicans are healthy, yes, because they – I mean, we saw what they did in the playoffs last year, and we mm-hmm. see what traditionally happens with the Nuggets in the playoffs. Right. right. They always have a pretty good regular season, and then the playoffs come, and they just kind of – I don't – not phone it in, but they just don't – they don't win playoff series, yeah. pure and simple. Right. Now, they're better this year. You mentioned Jamal Murray's healthy. Nikola Jokic is just – always fantastic so i think the pelicans need to be the pelicans can win but they i think it's an uphill battle for them yeah okay so let me go back to the east one too so 
Hold on, is this real talk again? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, okay, we're still real talk. Okay, I just want to <laughs> yeah. make sure. <laughs> so it's going to be Toronto and Bulls. You know, they're playing against each other. I, I, I don't know who's going to win that. I think that's just a toss-up. Toronto. Yeah, you think Toronto? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the Heat and Hawks. I think the Heat. Hawks. I had. I don't know. I just have a feeling that they'll beat the Heat for some reason. I don't know why, but okay. I, I don't know. Just a feeling. And then uh. I think the Heat will beat one of those other two teams at the bottom nine or ten. They'll beat the Raptors and the Bulls to okay. keep their playing chance away. And then, so let's say if uh, Heat are the bottom, they're going to play against the Bucks. The Bucks will beat them. Let's see. What was my question? Celtics against Atlanta Hawks. I mean, they're they're going to take Celtics. that. No yeah. matter what, That's basically. What yeah. These the one and two seed in the West are the East. I should say. I, I don't see them losing unless Jalen Brown cuts his other hand on a vase. Yeah. I just feel like this East play-in is so much weaker than the West play-in. That's kind of what I was getting to. So no matter who wins the play-ins, they're not going to be able to beat one of these two teams of Bucks or the Celtics. Well, let's let's look at the records real quick, right? The the Chicago Bulls will finish below 500. The Mm -hmm. Raptors, at best, will be 500. Atlanta, at worst, will be 500, right? They might be two games above 500. The only above 500 team here is this number seven Miami Heat. Yeah. So it is it is certainly weaker competition uh, for these playing games. And I think that's, I think like you mentioned, when we look at where, okay, where are they going to go against the Bucks and the Celtics? It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a short time before you're defeated anyways. Yep. And then we're going to be talking about Trey Young wanting to get traded and getting away from Trae the Young's Hawks Trey Young's going to want to get year. traded. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Butler probably won't want to play for the Heat anymore. I don't know. So what his many storylines like, that are going to be coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, about this, you know, uh, let's let's kind of use that as a good transition point of the one I've already kind of heard is is Luka Doncic. This could be his last year with the Mavs if they don't do some serious changes in the front office or the front office doesn't make some serious changes to the roster he's unhappy uh we said it on the last podcast he doesn't enjoy playing basketball right now Mm -hmm. and now you throw in this league investigation uh and if you haven't heard the story the game against the bulls was win or die for the mavs i mean they're already kind of like kind of looking pretty grim but they had that was a must-win game if they want to make the playoffs Kyrie irving didn't play it was announced before the game that Luka Doncic was only going to play one quarter. So now the NBA is looking at him saying, hey, it seems like you intentionally lost this game. Yeah, and we're not cool with that. And we're investigating to see if if there was something nefarious going on here. Uh, we talked about it on the last podcast. They definitely had something to gain by not making the playoffs. And that was their draft pick was a protected pick and they'd get to keep it. So it seems like that's what they did. And, yeah, and the league's it. investigating it. You you said it last podcast. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, I was I've like, said, when I saw this article come out, I was like, man, like Jonathan was on it. Like <laughs> that was a good good, good uh, job on was, you. It was it was here's the here's the sad part is I think everybody saw it and they made yeah. it so obvious. It's like right. you, you you have kids of roughly the same age as my kids. When they lie, it's so obvious that they're lying because they're not good at it. Yeah, and and that's exactly what the Mavericks did. It's like yeah, everyone that can help us win is is gonna not play. Oh yeah, don't worry about it. Well, it's totally here's legit. The other thing about that, Jason Kidd, he didn't lie for whoever. Basically, in the post-game interview, he was saying, they were like, why didn't you play Kyrie or why didn't you play Luca?" Like, they took Luca out after the first quarter. And he was like, well, that was the decision of the higher-ups. So 
he basically oh, threw management yeah. under the bus. So Cuban under the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. another big reason why they're investigating this. Uh, and that yeah. kind of that that goes against like what you were saying too. Like, is Jason Kidd a good coach? Well, he can't even lie for his no. team, and like, <laughs> like, what is he doing? Like, that's not a smart decision on his part no, to do that. He's not going to be working for the Mavs. The bus. Right. Uh, he'll have another year probably. I can't. Well, maybe they fire him. I don't know. Who knows? But the the thing about this that I was I was reading some of the comments on Reddit related to this story, and it's just like the Mavs aren't even good at tanking. Look at what the Spurs <laughs> and Rockets did. They know how to tank. Yeah, and it's true. If they're trying to tank to not make the playoffs, you can certainly do it a lot better, a lot differently. Mm-hmm. And they 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 sucked at intentionally losing and made it too obvious. Yeah. So now, do you think the punishment is going to be they're going to lose that draft pick, and or do you think that draft pick is going to go to the team that had the rights to it if they would have made the plan? Or do you think they're just going to like take away their first draft pick and just you know skip them and let the other team move ahead in their spot? I have no idea. I, I think this will kind of just go away. Yeah? I think the league will just be like, well, it was fishy, but there was no broom, blah, 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 blah. And is that just, because Luca's on the team? It'll kind of make the story dissipate. I, I think it's because Luca's on the team, and I think it's because... There's a lot of teams that tank this year. Yeah. And I think that if you're going to look at one team, you got to look at all of the teams. And then you realize there's a huge, huge problem and you don't want the fans, you don't want the public to know how big of an issue this truly is. So you you just kind of shut your mouth and, and deal with it. So this year, wasn't it the Knicks that lost the first round draft pick with the Brunson incident, like the Brunson trade? Was it the first round pick that they lost, or was it a second a sec- round pick? Maybe it was a second round pick. They lost. A I pick. don't recall, but they there was there was some repercussions for that. Yeah. yeah. So I know the league is up for you know punishing teams for doing certain things, and I think this is a big one. So I think they will be punished, but I don't know how yet. So yeah, I'm excited to see something happen. I mean, they do have a tanking problem in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They tried to fix it with changing the way that the lottery works, which is great. You got to commend them for that. But at the end of the day, it's still, it's still a problem, and this is this is this is a hundred percent the Mavericks intentionally losing. Yeah. So how do oh, they fix the it? the Mavericks. I have no idea. Um, well, let's 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 transition to the in-season tournament that they're talking about next year. Uh, that would be a way that you could fix it potentially. Is is that? No, that doesn't really fit there, does it? I thought it was going to fit there. I was trying to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lean you towards that. Yeah, talk about it. Tell me about you, it. Oh, I'll, look at that! You're leading a horse to water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't drink. Um, <laughs> I do want to learn more about this because you mentioned it a little. We're going to talk about the in season but... tournament. Yeah, we'll talk about the in season tournament in just a second. But to to shore up your answer of how do you fix it, I think you have to give every team equal chances at the first pick in the lottery, maybe. Uh, and then there's no benefit to tank, but then it just sucks because the rich get richer. Right? Exactly and, right. Yeah. They'll have the conspiracy of, oh, the Warriors got the first pick. Of course, the NBA wants you know Steph Curry to be on a pedestal for the rest of his career yep. or whatever whatever tomfoolery people come up with. No, I think if you're eliminated from playoffs, then then you should get the first round, a, a chance at the first round draft pick. And the other teams that made the playoffs shouldn't have a chance. Yeah. But then Maybe. it does create this situation, though, where then you don't want to make the playoffs because then you don't have a chance at getting that lottery pick. but. That's I don't know. That's why I think like what you're talking about with the play-in thing that's going to happen, where 
the in season tournament. Yeah, I, I like that idea because that might fix it. Then, right? That might fix it if you if you give. Oh, let's talk about the in season tournament, and, and we'll 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 try to fit this in. But so the NBA, they're working on the new CBA. That's been pretty well known. And one of the things that came out we talked about last week is that marijuana. Hey, not a big deal, guys. Don't don't worry about it. It's cool. Uh, the other thing that's coming out is this idea of an in season tournament. And what it'll be is it's around Christmas time. They'll have this this tournament that comes up, and it'll be play pool games, kind of like what they do with FIFA and the World Cup. And the winner, the winning team, each member of that team will get half a million dollars, mm-hmm. which to some players is a lot of money. To other players, it's it's not that much money. Each player but gets a half a million, right? Each player gets half a million. That's yeah, huge. Yeah. Is it though? Because I feel like LeBron's game check is basically that well his is but i mean the other, other players... yeah other players sure 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 yeah I, I would agree with you on that there are some players that would be huge money for that yeah. sure the league Absolutely. minimum is five hundred thousand, i think for the year and so one game or this play in tournament five hundred thousand. that's that's doubling your paycheck just for being a bench player so they're gonna play yeah. their minds off. they're gonna play Th- like that's hell. that would be cool to see those those guys yeah if you just did it with like the, the last guys on the bench <laughs> and they're just playing with all the heart they're literally exactly. playing to Keep a home over their head. Yeah, they don't want to see uh, LeBron on the floor just like not giving his all, no. just like not giving a crap. They want to see Mac McClung like, you, and his ten day so contract. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that's that's what it looks like. It's going to be in early discussions. It was that the winner would get an extra draft pick, but maybe you make it so that the winner of that gets a higher bid for the first round pick or more lottery balls for the first round pick or something like that. Right. I think it's weird so that the they're, they're play well. doing it during Christmas. I don't really understand that. But if you move it towards the end of the year, well, and then make it about draft picks, I think that would fix this situation that we're in right now. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, Christmas makes sense because people are off from work and school. So yeah. you have a chance to, to... And Christmas Day games are typically the best... You know, the marquee matchup, so to speak. So can you explain it a little bit more? Because the only thing I'm yeah, mainly yeah, confused yeah. about ex- is like what teams are in it and like what- every team is in it, Ronnie. Okay. Every team is so the in league. the in season tournament. So the when the schedule comes out, initially there's gonna be eighty games instead of eighty two games. Eighty games are gonna be scheduled. Now, see, that's part of up. the schedule. I don't like that because no, that's no, no, that no, screws up on. stats. Hey, you, okay. No, continue. it doesn't. Just stay with me All here, right. Ronnie. Stay with me here. Okay. Um it will screw up stats though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in just a second. But there's 80 games on the schedule, and you'll be put into these different pools. And these pool, there'll be pool play. Uh, the it doesn't necessarily. It's not going to be the same as your division. And there could be, you know, let's say the Phoenix Suns. Hypothetically, they could have the Utah Jazz in their pool, and they could have the Philadelphia 76ers and the Miami Heat. Right? They're going to have just uh, essentially random teams in their pool. I'm holding well, every back, team in that pool. I'm holding back play with dad jokes. Each other. Sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm holding back dad jokes because I want to talk about them being in pools and playing water polo and everything, but go ahead. I won't say that. Just continue. (laughs) This guy, this is what I have to deal with. Um, So they'll be playing each other and and just, it'll be the regular season game. It'll be scheduled. There'll be nothing about it, but there'll be a, a, uh, it'll be denoted as this is part of the end season tournament pool play. So it'll still be a game. It still counts as a win loss for the end of the season, postseason tournament, but it'll also count for this in-season tournament. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, I guess. Okay. It's, it's a yes or no question. But 
<laughs> so it, it, those games, the hope is that teams will see, oh, this is a game for the in-season tournament. Uh, I'm not going to do my normal load management rotation because we want to win this in-season game. Or I'm going to, you know, maybe not give up with five minutes in the fourth quarter because we're down by 10. And instead, we're going to play extra hard to to try to win this because it's part of this in-season tournament game. So they're going to play each other and they're going to earn points. Typical pool play sort of stuff. Well, then after all that takes place, there'll be eight teams that go to the in-season tournament. Those eight teams will be single elimination and those games will then be added to the NBA schedule. Those are those remaining two games that weren't scheduled, right? Because now those two games will be the eight-game single elimination tournament. For the other 22 teams that didn't make it, they'll play amongst themselves, right? So they'll play you know, some games that aren't against these teams. This is so stupid. <laughs> so now you get to the championship, the final two teams for the in-season game. Those two teams will be playing 83 games as part of their regular season. And that's where some people are complaining about the stats being messed up. Because, yeah. yes, two teams will play 83 games. Do you the remember? Winner, and maybe, those, maybe those games don't even need to count towards the schedule. Maybe if the NBA was smart, it's like, hey, it's, it's an exhibition game, and the winner gets half a million dollars each player on the team. Right. It's not going to count towards your wins or losses. It's just go out there and, and try to win some money. This reminds me of NASCAR. Um, do you, so NASCAR was ruined, I think, with races. Now they do like every every third of a race, you could like win the segment. This kind of reminds you of that. What? Yeah, I, I haven't. I, I don't watch NASCAR at all. But yeah. y- yes, it kind of sounds like that. They're trying to make it so that some of these games before, because the quote unquote unofficial start of the NBA season is Christmas. Yeah, because that's when a lot of you know football is going on. Prior to that, and the games tend to, you know, the playoffs start in January for the NFL, typically, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of teams, a lot of fans, their team didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So football season's essentially over at that point in time, and that's when the NBA season begins. So they're trying to capture some more excitement for some more meaningful games before that, and then to really pounce on, hey, Christmas is here, our in-season tournament's here, come watch the NBA, and buy our merch, all that sort of stuff. So I, I get why they're doing it. Okay. I just don't know if it's going to have an impact. Real talk, Jonathan. Are you excited for this? I am excited just to see how it works. I'm I don't know that I'll care afterwards. I I, yeah. I'm, I love that they're trying something. Right? I, I'm interested uh, to ah. like just see how it unfolds, but I don't care about any special games or anything like that. Does not have to do with you know, my team, and it, it, it doesn't have to do with them applying this to the playoffs or championships. It's just, I don't know. I don't like it. I think they're just making it yeah. too complex, and you just need to keep it simple. Um, when you make make leagues too complex and people stop watching, I'm scared of that well, happening. Well, maybe. That, that, that could happen. The thing is, the thing that where I, I think they're going to have a problem is I don't care if the Phoenix Suns win the in-season tournament. Right. Because that's absolutely meaningless to me. I care if they win an NBA championship. Right, exactly. Before then, I care that they make the NBA playoffs. Yeah. You can win the in-season the in uh, in-season champion tournament and not even make the playoffs potentially. Mm-hmm. Is that what the NBA wants? Right, I see. I don't know. So So I like that they're doing something and we we've we talked about baseball in this podcast before. I like that baseball is finally experimenting with some things to increase the pace of play. 
to try to get the, try to get some fans back to the game. The NBA is doing that. They're trying to get some fans back to the game. They're trying to attract new fans. They're trying to create excitement for some of these things. We see it with the changes to the All Star game. Uh, they're, they're trending in the wrong direction. You know, real talk. NBA ratings are down year over year. Yeah. How do they how do they buck that trend and start increasing ratings? They're trying some stuff, and if it works, great. If it doesn't, you know what? Go back to the drawing board and try again. I'm all for that. You know what you do is you just place the games on regular standard antenna TV, so that way no one has to pay for it. You can just flip on the channels and just watch the game. That's all they need to do. That'll increase the ratings. So the so the NBA is trying to increase the ratings without losing revenue, <laughs> right? And that would cause them to lose a lot of revenue. So and I agree with you. Make the game more accessible. Oh, yeah. Make the game more accessible. That's how you increase your ratings. Yeah. But uh, we like our cable deals because they pay us a lot of money. Yep. So how do we get more people to watch the NBA? And that's why they have the league pass and some of the other things. Uh, I'm going to try it tomorrow. They're supposed to have, I thought, multicast where I could watch like four games at once. Cool. With League Pass, but I've never gotten it to work, and there hasn't really been four games on at the same time that <laughs> yeah. I really was interested in. But literally every game is on like within a couple of hours of each other tomorrow uh, for Easter, so I'm going to try that, see if I can get that up and working. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you do, Ronnie? If you're the commissioner to improve the, the the league ratings to get more people interested without sacrificing revenue. Well, I, there's a lot of problems that he's trying to solve, right? He's trying to mainly, it sounds like he's trying to solve the problem of like the starters sitting, you know, resting. He's trying to yeah. prevent that from happening. That's the main cause of all this. Am I correct? I, I don't know if that's the real reason. That's certainly part of the reason is to pick some games that fans could circle on the calendar and say, yeah. they're not going to rest LeBron this game because this is an in-season tournament game part of the pool play he's he's gonna want to be in there so right. i'm gonna buy my tickets to this and i don't know i if i was a commissioner i would just kind of look at the excitement that was in the league back in the day like in the 80s and the 90s and then what changed from that period to now you know in, in between there you know maybe go backwards and just go back to how it was like there we're missing a lot of traditions that we used to do that um there's there's a lot of that that's missing, so I, I would fix that. Put it on regular TV, so not just rich people who have, that could afford basketball can watch it. Like, the, for example, the Suns games, I have so many friends that can't even get the game because it's on Bally Sports, and you have to pay for Bally Sports. You have to have some sort of subscription through the app, you know, through DirecTV or something like that to get yeah. that channel. You can't just flip it on, you know? And I'm saying, like, Okay, yeah, there's a lot of people that can't afford it. There's a lot of poor people that want to watch basketball. And I think that's what made it popular back in the day. You look at soccer, for example, in Mexico, it's like so huge. And, you know, they don't have like cable and like all these amazing networks that they're paying for. It's just on regular antenna TV. But everybody watches soccer there. They all have access to it because it's free. They just flip on the TV and use the antenna. So that's what they need to do so, is go back to that. Yeah, I agree with you. The NBA got too greedy. They they like these big cable contracts. And as a result, they've reduced the amount of people that can watch these games. And that certainly doesn't help. I mean, going back to the football example, every Sunday there's games on on local, local TV, right. free TV. And yeah. look how popular football is, right? Yeah, football has definitely outpaced all sports <laughs> popularity. Yeah. Uh, they they got it figured out. One of the things I would like to see, and I know we've talked about this before. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. No, no, that's. I was just going to say. I think it's just as simple as that. Um, people are th these big companies are trying to go to like Amazon, for example. Like, was it Monday yeah. Night Football too? 
not yep. too many people like that because then you like their their TVs are hooked up like to like different stereos, for example. You know, like you flip on the app and then you don't get like your stereo sound sometimes because you have your TV hooked up differently through the apps and everything. So I don't know, it's just like a big hassle. And then you gotta wait for it to load and yeah, just just they the ease of having it just turn on just turn on the tv and it's, it's there. so nice Don't, yeah was it it's called I'm, kiss right keep it simple stupid exactly and, right uh, sometimes we outdo ourselves with stuff like yeah. that yeah no, i i i don't disagree with you oh and then what the i was gonna too. say sorry oh the jerseys yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. just <laughs> quick being all colorful with your jerseys just create some tradition um the and um baseball does that too with like the diamondbacks there's so many different jerseys for the diamondbacks like we don't have like a traditional jersey anymore that not i don't even know what the regular logo is for the diamondbacks anymore because they change it every single year it seems like but same thing with the suns you know like they don't have a standard jersey anymore it's always different we got these weird teal ones that i hate you know i mean yeah i like that they're celebrating the indian culture and everything but just do like a subtle difference you know like you don't have to change a whole entire jerseys i know they're trying to do sales and everything like that the Indian community loves them. That's awesome. They're buying them up like crazy, but their tradition goes out the window. Like my my kids don't even know who the Suns are when they're when we're watching TV when it's on. They're like, which team is ours? Because they don't recognize our colors. So yeah, that's another thing. All right. Yeah. I mean, you hit it right on the head, right? It's all money, right? If, right. If you already have this jersey. Well, here's a different jersey that's slightly different that you can buy. Yeah. And that's why they do it. So I mean, I understand it from a, a business perspective why they're doing that. But I also I get what you're saying as well is the team identity, you know, the Yankees wear pinstripes, period. Right. Right. And it's it's the Cubs. it's been that way forever. And yeah, it's universally recognized. Yeah. But when you start throwing too much stuff out there, it becomes a little bit more challenging for that. And it, right. it's hard. So yeah. Uh, what my my suggestion was that they should have teams play at neutral sites. And you know, a couple of games a year where the Suns Arena doesn't host the Suns, it hosts the Lakers versus the, I don't know, Memphis Grizzlies or something like that. So you have yeah. a chance to see different teams. And if I'm, a, if I'm a fan of the Lakers and I live in Phoenix, I can only see them a couple of times a year. But now they're coming and I, I don't have to deal with Phoenix. Sand. I just think it would be really neat to kind of have those sort of games rotate around to different stadiums uh, for team for fans to see opportunity to see you know two different professional teams play that they wouldn't normally get to see. I think that would be really neat. I don't know that there's a business or money to be made there uh, because if you end up with, I don't know, the Orlando Magic versus what's another team that probably doesn't have a great fan base, the Rockets, right? I don't know that you're going to get fans at a neutral site to go to that game. Yeah. I have no interest in going to that game. Right. So like if they came here the to Phoenix, it, right? yeah, then it's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to watch you, They have to be good teams. You would teams. need to have premier teams. Yeah. Which then is it's hard to predict sometimes, <laughs> right? So, oh, yeah. I like the idea to maybe prevent um, like your that home crowd, you know, when they when they have a certain team playing against a home team. It seems like sometimes it could be like 50-50, you know, like for example, that we get so many, we're a melting pot here in Arizona. So whenever we play against, um, what's the team I'm thinking of? I'll say Detroit, for example. It's not a good example this year because they kind of suck. But there's a lot of people that move from Detroit over here to Arizona. And so when we play against them, there's a lot of Detroit fans that'll want to watch your team play. Any Los Angeles team, right? It it doesn't matter the sport. Any Los Angeles team in Arizona, it's going to be 50-50. Right. Because they're just next door, so they could drive. If it's a big game, they'll make the yeah. drive, and they'll 
purchase our tickets that the Suns fans are selling, which they shouldn't for those games. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's what I would do. I would, I would, but I, I like the fact that they're trying something. This in season tournament might not work, but hey, they're not just going to sit under their thumbs and be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> they're trying something, and I got to give them credit for that. So I wish they would have just kept it at 82 games because I don't like messing with stats and everything. Like, well, it's it, they'll, all but two teams will play 82 games. Oh, they will still? Oh, okay. Yes, only only 80 games are scheduled initially till they determine who the final eight for the play-in are going to be. Then the two games between those eight teams will be figured out, and the remaining 22 teams will have another two games added to their gotcha. schedule. So there'll be some schedule dates on the calendar that are just TBD. Okay. Right? I guess so, I need yeah, to hear that games. three times for it to actually sink yeah. in. <laughs> no, I know. That's... I know you. <laughs> uh, so two teams will play 83. The remaining 28 teams will play 82 games. They'll have an 82-game season. Okay. That's weird that one team that some teams will have 83, though. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that, like I said. But I don't think that last game, I don't think that championship game could count. It should not be a scheduled game, like a win-loss game. It should just be, hey, here's your chance to win the in-season tournament and win half a million bucks. Yeah. And it'd be cool if they, like, did something charitable with that. Like players like, I don't know, the team is going to donate X. Let's say it's the Pistons. Cause you mentioned them earlier in the Suns, And if the Suns win, they'll donate a large sum of money to, you know, Detroit boys and girls club or something like that. Like if John Morant wins, he'll donate his to NRA. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not at all what the NBA wants. <laughs> But just you know, do something. Uh, th- there's there's certainly some hype you can help build for a game like that, or, or some excitement. So, like I said, I'm I'm interested in seeing it. I'm seeing how it'll be implemented and and see if it's in Vegas. I'm going. I'm yeah. going for show. <laughs> if, if my wife's listening, I'm going, babe. It doesn't matter. I'm going. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I want to hear what she says <laughs> after this now. <laughs> oh yeah, who knows? She'll First you're going eyes. for the summer league. Now you're going for Christmas. To Vegas? I that's don't a, think so. That's a terrible impression, by the way. <laughs> well, that's exactly what she sounds like, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, what else is on your list of things to talk about? I have exhausted mine. I think that's it. Just uh, go Suns. We locked it go in. Go Suns, yeah. Don't have to worry so about is, the play-in. This is our uh, regular podcast episode. I'll, I'll probably be doing some OT episodes, overtime episodes, especially after the playing games. Because then the brackets will be set. So stay yeah. tuned for those. Those are just going to be quick little. might not even be Ronnie and me. It might just be me. It might just be Ronnie. But it'll just be a quick little, hey, here's what's going on. I'll join um, you in the NBA. if you allow me to. If I allow you to. Your <laughs> schedule sometimes is like, I could do it, but it has to be on a full moon between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. <laughs> it's not that bad, <laughs> Which is, is it? <laughs> It's not that bad. No. Uh, but sometimes we'll see what happens. But yeah, look for some of those episodes. Those are going to be designated as overtime edition episodes. And those are just going to be short. Here's what's happening with the playoffs uh, because there's going to be a lot of things happening. And then uh, once the... Once the playoff season's over, we'll we'll be talking rumors and and signings and and you know we'll be doing some of our old stuff that we used to do during the off season where we do our our redrafts of different years um, and stuff like that. So yeah, coming up soon. But first, we got the NBA playoffs. Excited, and uh, that's all I got for tonight. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs>